Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates, those legends over at Heaps Normal, delicious, independent, non-alcoholic, World award-winning beer. Ooh. You want some yourself? Heapsnormal.com, Chuck and Judy free at checkout for free shipping around Australia. Yeah. You needed a hair of the heaps today, no? Did you? Oh, mate. Mate, I've, I've got a couple of cartons of the heaps is coming to my joint and they yeah, couldn't sweet. come sooner. There's been, we'll talk about it in the intro, a couple of trips away and then a big old wedding and yeah. my insides hurt. That'll do. <laughs> no more dice. It's time to get on the heapses and turn my life around. And as you know, Heggy, they've got the quiet XPA, the bloody the stout. You've got to get on the Coffee Run Limited Edition stout. And the summer. Is that still going? Yep. I should have looked. They've got the half-day hazy going. Um, tell you what, if you're in Sydney, it is getting hot. Great time for yeah. a hazy beer. Mate, I saw some today. We're at a, the, the recovery day for a wedding. That we're at um, on Sunday, but on Monday was when we were recording this. Now that was the recovery day in Sydney. Yeah, Damien Callanan on the heapses. Yeah, down there at Bronte, a few people on the heapses. Suits him, sir. Getting around. Mm. Good stuff. Anyway, let's crack on. Get him in, ya. Hey, I'm Nick Cody, and I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there've been countless scuffles, melees, and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-Air Madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-Air Brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gold Coast. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the the this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Saw you just yesterday. You certainly did. And I'll tell you what, I won't be leaving you solo to do an intro again. Fuck me. Oh, right. Was that an absolute hit piece last week? <laughs> I should have just found the 15 minutes. I should have just brought all the gear on holiday yep. to set up for 15 minutes to not allow you to do what you did. In a way, sucked in. Wook. <laughs> Signed copy of my bookie wook, you piece oh, of shit. Oh, my goodness. There'd be a lot oh. of them floating around Vinny's. I reckon oh, yeah. from now on, everyone wants to, to distance pick one themselves up. from yeah. a great time to get my bookie book. Mm. Probably get a valuable first edition of my bookie book. <laughs> I mean, that should have been whenever I knew something was up, honestly. Well, before that, but that is that is as unforgivable as anything I've heard. What, men doing cutesy shit, like saying my yep. bookie book? Yeah. The worst. Anyway. <laughs> Enough about him. Follow uh, your dreams, yeah. Yep. Um, I know you like him now just because of his anti-vax stance. But uh, 
Anyway, we were yesterday, we were at a wedding together in Sydney. Uh, Kyron Wheatley and Reese Nicholson got married. Had a good time. Yes, listeners, men can get married to each other now as well. It is Australia mm. in 2023. Thank Christ. And fuck, they put on an event. It was at the Enmore Theatre. Yeah, it was great. Good time had by all, I think. I certainly yeah. did. It was great. I think the highlight for me was sitting in the pub next to the Enmore Theatre just before um, it all kicked off. Yeah. And uh, one Luke Heggie walked in wearing a jacket from the Mars Singer that yeah. he borrowed from Osher Goodsburg, your mate. I don't really own jackets, do I? No. But it was – I can't believe you didn't – he gave you the option for the whole suit and you thought it would be a bit much. I couldn't wear the pants. I just couldn't go through with it. I'm not a – you know, that wasn't me. It was <laughs> It was fine though. Like everyone was pretty well dressed up. They looked pretty slick. But that, so. that's what I mean. If there's ever a time to wear a suit from the Masked Singer, it's at a gay wedding. You're still going to be no, middle of the road dress-wise. I know. You know? Oh, not really. That was pretty fucking outrageous. I would have been top of the pile if I had the pants on as well. Well, the pants, it did look like you were one of those fucking flip books where you could just choose a different <laughs> bit of uh, different outfits for your yeah. fucking top to bottom because <laughs> you had a mass Singer jacket on, then a bolo tie, and I said, what pants are you going to wear? And you said, my newest jeans. <laughs> yeah, they're nice jeans. They're still dark. Yeah. Haven't been uh, haven't been soiled yet. Haven't even been washed. Those jeans, beautiful, pretty good. But um, it was a bloody it was a bloody good day. Congrats to Reese and Kyron. Well, I picked I I picked you up to to go there. You did, and I've got to say the hatchback pretty full. Yeah, four heads, yeah. four five adults in a hatchback. Nearly ran over Dave Thorno Thornton mm. on Enmore Road. He was dropping his bumbling around, man. dropping his keys and wallet and glasses on the road. Could yeah. have smashed them. Didn't. Pre-drinking, but, uh, he was dropping stuff. Yeah. Inexcusable. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I um, mate, I woke up. I woke up this morning, quarter to five for Brecky Radio, and I was doing it down the line from the uh, Sydney studio. And it, yeah, uh, fucking honestly, it felt like someone had put an axe in the middle of my head. Um, I was mixing too many things yesterday. There was bloody prosecco, whiskey, red wine, oh, beers, okay. just yeah, everything. Yeah, I didn't know good. I did leave the car there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really quickly, I had a shower and then I hopped out and I'm like, fuck, you know what? I actually feel fine now. I'm probably, I've somehow dodged a bullet. I must not be hungover. And uh, I let my wife sleep in the hotel room, yeah. exited quietly, and I thought I'll get a late checkout so I can have a bit of a sleep when I get back from work. Yeah. And she can sleep in. And I got to reception and I thought, well, fuck, I'm feeling fine. I'll ask about this. And my mouth opened and the sentence that came out was, Good night. How's your morning? Nice. <laughs> Fuck. She just stared at me. I know that look. You're like, oh, I might still be blind here. Yeah. I thought I was flying, but no. Do you just walk? You just walk down to World Square from your yeah. point, from that hotel. Yeah. 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 Right. Mate, beautiful. Nice one. Good start to the day. That was pretty cool. Oh, well, like I'd pr- I'd prefer sleep to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I prefer a lot I, more um, sleep. I left the car there, but then I woke up this morning. And thought, oh, I don't. No, but it might have been a one or two hour park oh. that I was in. But uh, it wasn't. It was one of those rare and more streets that had one side with people have ripped off all the parking stuff. And I got over there and I still got punished. It was under a tree that a lot of birds had eaten and shat all over the car. Berries right. or bats, just like bat shit. Oh. I got to, had to clean the fucking roof. So nothing's free, is it? My house doesn't have a driveway and there's all, it's like a tree line 
street, but mm. there's two or three spots on the street where you can park and not get your car fucking destroyed by bird shit. Yeah. And I never seem to get those three. Yeah, you put your cover over the car though, don't you? Fuck no. Never. I don't understand yeah. that unless you've got some sort of classic car. I, when you see it on like a 2006 Pajero, you go, what are you? Maintaining the value of the vehicle. Could change the paint colour of my car like that Jetstar Pilot who's up on murder charges, but that, as we've discussed before, too sus. <laughs> oh, like painting your car, doing yeah. a bit of 3am painting. <laughs> Not good, is it? It's like having a bath in the middle of the night or something. Um, what have you done? By the way, we've got live shows coming up. Oh, yeah, cool. Get in. Uh, Hobart, October 13 at Hobart Brewing Co. October 13, Hobart, 5.30 p.m. on your Friday evening and then followed by two stand-up shows, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. I think the 7 p.m. is already sold out. Oh, great. So if you want to get along to that, midflightbrawl.com. We've also got a Melbourne date coming up. The tickets are on sale now for our Patreon subscribers. Patreon always get first crack at the live show tickets. I think that's who filled Strictly up the first body. Yeah, the Hobart show. We're only doing one show in Melbourne, though, and those tickets are on sale now. Patreon.com slash Brawl. if you want to get in there. Even the lowest level toilet you can get in. Love the toilet members. I've, I've, I've thought about that before. So they're not even – well, that's just goodwill. Yeah. It's a little tip jar. There you go, fellas. Love it. No benefits except to say that you're a toilet member. <laughs> and you get first, first crack at live show tickets. Well, yeah, cool. Love to meet a toilet member. Don't believe I've Come ever up. met one. Come up and say hi. First class yeah. a yappy. But the- uh, mate, you've been, quickly before we get into the episode, you've been at the Golden Coast. I know oh, this because yeah. I've got two NRG photos with you and the boys at the GC airport. <laughs> I only sent you two because I thought if I did it, there was actually four – NRG, because I flew up on the Friday, flew my whole family up for a week holiday, yeah. Pool and Ganna, Southern Goldie, beautiful, surf club meals every day, don't mind if I do, yeah. and uh, got, of course, my boys in the NRG photo, sent it, that to you, but on the Saturday, the day after, I had to fly back to Melbourne for a little bit of, and we've spoken about this before, and we've, I'd been wary of it, a bit of tennis centre comedy. Mm. I've done comedy on a tennis court. That was oh, bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It doesn't sound right. It was at a mansion in Melbourne for a football yeah. team. It was a shit house. Right. Really bad time. They didn't like it at all. This was a lot more fun. This was Margaret Court Arena opening. Your hero. For Rotten Ronnie. Rotten Ronnie Cheng, um, who was great. Nazim and I opened for him. Five and a half thousand people. Mm. Um, best part was I'd left my family on a holiday. So I got to come home, do a sick gig. And then just come home to quiet. Oh, you stayed the night in Melbourne. Yeah. And then flew back to the Goldie 6 a.m. Sunday morning. Sweet. Good on you, mate. How was the gig? Fucking great fun. Really, really good time. Ronnie's at the level where he's got a DJ on stage. Lots of stuff's happening, you know. Clowning. Is there a big screen so people can see you? You're not just a little white dot? Yeah, there are. There are. Big screen comedy. Big big screens on the side. I mean, the true, the place where the true art lives is on a big screen. Yeah, so it might as well be at the fucking drive-ins. You could just do it from home and have you on a fucking drive-in <laughs> movie screen and just, you know, that's what people want. Brilliant. Really gets the atmosphere. Big screen, tennis center. Com- I will say, though, I'd seen a few tennis center comedy things and did not enjoy them. But that, Mar- I don't know, Margaret Court must be a different size to Rod Laver. And it was a, it was a lot better. 
was really good fun. I just assume those courts are like 10, 15,000 people. Obviously, they're a bit smaller. No, I, I think you can like bring stadium. in. Yeah, they can. You can bring the stage in a little bit. Yeah, right. I wouldn't think to go to a tennis match, so I don't know. A bit ignorant. You've ever have you ever been Australian? I've been Open? To Wimbledon. Oh, there you go. I uh, I I watched the well. I've watched a bunch of matches. Well, I watched the Woodies in the late nineties in Wimbledon. <laughs> One of them hit with the ball and dropped my sandwich. <laughs> I wasn't really watching. The ball hit me. <laughs> I was having a sandwich. <laughs> Went all over the place. <laughs> Fucking hell. Everyone seemed to find that quite funny. The Ranger one or the other one got you? Which one? I don't know. Wouldn't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you weren't you weren't watching. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think that they go to serve and just quickly look around the court, see he's yeah. not paying attention and just fucking wing a ball at him. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, speaking of a little bit of bullying, get home from the Gold Coast on uh, Friday night. My five-year-old decided not to have a nap on the plane, so mm. he was cooked. He's fallen asleep on the couch immediately and I'm sitting with my two-year-old who starts chatting pretty loudly and I go, Max, shh, mate, Charlie's asleep, shh. Yeah. He goes, oh, yeah, shh. And then just walks over to him and just fucking punches him in the arm as hard as he could. Brilliant. Started laughing. <laughs> yeah. They don't. I laughed too. I was like, man, you've got to get the shots in where you can get them in. Yeah, yeah, do what you can. <laughs> I used to have to do that. The I, I know how this is. You got to take your victories when you can get them. Do 100%. sneaky stuff like that, um, mate. Before we get in, we've got to talk about your special coming out on October sixteen. Yes, October sixteen. Nick Cody live at the Corner Hotel. Will be on YouTube in four K. Excellent. Not bad. Good nice. res. Yeah. Um, yes. So get around my YouTube page, YouTube.com/slash the Nick Cody. Uh, subscribe to that. I'll be putting all sorts of stuff on there. You've got another one coming out soon as well, Heggy, Man of the People. Yeah, I'll put one out. I've set, I haven't set a date yet. I reckon October 15. I reckon I'll uh, <laughs> put that up Man, it's, on YouTube. It's not Barbie versus Oppenheimer, you <laughs> fucking idiots. They're both free. You should. Why don't we just put them out same day? A double header feature. Yeah, okay. Put them out same day. I don't know how you, yeah. how can you tell if people watch both. I'll tell you what, comments are not fucking going on on mine. I've learned that the hard way. Jesus, oh, yeah. they're off. Yeah, you've Gone. told me that. I'll leave comments on for the first three hours. If you think <laughs> you can get in that, do it. But if not, no comments, please. No more calls. We've got a winner. Almost respect that. It's like if you want to give me shit, you better fucking set your watch. Because I'm Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna do that. Like I, you're gonna have to get in, maybe like six hours or something, because you might be at work. But that yeah. day, you'd better get your abuse in for free. Otherwise, it's, it'll cost you. Rack off. Beautiful. Um, well, we've got to get into the episode, but yes. when we're down yeah. the line from one another in the intro, you've always got a Zoom background with a dark past. This mm. looks particularly horrifying, this photo. It's a black and, black and white photo. Yeah. And I don't know, just based on this, it looks like an apartment block. I'm either looking at England or Australia. Uh, the former. This, ah, is the, uh, this is in the Manchester sort of area. The oh, Moors, yeah. that should tell you. The oh, the Moors. Moors. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, see, the this is the problem. I, I just don't know enough about nah, people you wouldn't. that have it's, I mean, killed everyone. It's, it's the 60s. It's as, yeah. uh, the Moors murders, Myra Hindley with Ian Brady. Um, five five Vicks, all kids. So oh, it's not that funny, is it? Now, good one. Exponentially everyone. sadder. Yeah. 
I mean, they, they met their first date was to the movies. What movie do you reckon they saw when they went out on a date? These two. Oh, I'm well. What sixties? I'm going to say like a Hitchcock. No, but I like the cutting no. jib. It was the Judgment no. at Nuremberg. Oh fucking hell! First date. There you go. Anyway, <laughs> this is a house of horrors behind me. Uh, regarded by the press as most evil woman in Britain, Myra. Um, again, unnecessarily judged, glass ceiling situation. When, when a woman's involved in brutal murders or a bunch of them, she cops it from the media. So it's a bit unfair. I think women need to get involved more. Um, well, we we you know, spoke really about this the other day, that the, the nurse out. at the hospital that was yeah. taking people out. Mm. How's a loophole? That, again, if, what a time to be alive. The teacher in Sydney... It's like one of your bits coming to life. Yeah. There was a high school teacher in Sydney got busted like 90 upskirt videos of students, 300 photos. Yeah. It's like, well, he's going to jail. He said, well, actually, I'm autistic and I have a voyeur. Yeah. I'm actually voyeuristic. They go, fuck, well, he can't put you away. Yeah, he's he's got a voyeur fetish or something. He's just a pervert. It was a voyeurism. Okay. (laughs) wasn't me. It was all the murders I did. It's insane. (laughs) I love it though. I like the <laughs> fucking got off. I like the Jesus. audacity to pull that shit. <laughs> anyway, Myron and Ian are daddy bones now. Now that the NFL's back, there was a team that actually pulled off last second Hail Mary touchdown mm. last week. Yeah, and I like to think that is the the courtroom version of a fucking Hail Mary pass. Unbelievable. He's he's got a voyeur condition. Yeah, they're like, well, not guilty. You're guilty. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, mate, let's get stuck in. We've been mucking around. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Woo! All right, mate, this week we're looking at XL Airways, July 23, 2008. This is from Kos, Greece to Manchester. Never heard of XL. Neither had I. I assume later in 2008, that global financial crisis Ended it? Yeah. Yeah, good good call. Good pick. Is that what happened? Yeah, this happened just yeah. in time. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Do you, want to hear, do you want to hear of a notable death from July 2008? Fucking oath. You can just look these up. Um, well, for some reason, there's a fucking horse on this list. So, Oh. Uh, all those people. Who oh, cares? But Maccabi Diva? No. Is that a – would that have been around then? Or they just yeah. shoot it after it was finished winning? It was about 2005-ish from my memory. don't know. Sometimes they live a while, though. Get them out. Yeah. Breed them, what have you. But uh, American thoroughbred. Oh, mate. Oh, no. Sorry. What? McCarvey Diva died 2013. Oh, okay. God yeah, rest it's, it's uh golden egg soul. Um, American thoroughbred Ballon Dagen got arthritis at the age of 23. That's, uh, that is not bad. They put him down, which is referred to as destroying in horse circles usually. Make no mistake. <laughs> this horse is never going to exist anymore. Uh, <laughs> well, that's why they bring the the um, the green tent out at the races. Oh, yeah, I know. Do you hear the it's gun? It's not because it's passing away peacefully surrounded by loved ones. It's because it's yeah. getting fucking destroyed. They don't destroy it with guns anymore, do they? Yeah, I, think, I believe so. Do they? I think it, I've thought that's the whole reason for the green tent. Oh, okay. They don't inject them with a – surely now we're at a stage where they get a lethal injection, at least a 
at least a large mm. electric chair or something. When rigging mortar sets, they've got to curl them up, though, don't they? Because you can't can't move them once they once they stiffen up. You oh, can't put them in a hole or anything. So you've got to curl the legs up. Yeah. Any horses listening, humans start curling your legs up. Fight. Start panicking. Even if one of them's broken, get the fuck out of there. It's like a second location. You shouldn't be there. <laughs> a horse is a horse is intelligent. I'm sure vegans will call in and say they are, but um, yeah. are they smart? Because I know pigs genuinely are, or a horse yeah. is just just no. run around. Yeah, I think. No. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're, they're nice animals, but uh, they're mm. not. They're not solving hey, anything, are they? Nice, yeah. Nice and intelligent are two different things. Large head should have a big brain, but then so should a cow. <laughs> they're thick. Um, Horsey type is probably the worst. Like I, I don't go to horse races, but I've never. I've been once or twice and didn't really enjoy it. And I don't. That's mostly because of the people there. The grubs. Oh, yeah. Grubs in suits. Bad time. I learned that at the UFC the other week yeah. in Sydney. You know what it is? I've never been to a sporting contest where so many people in the room that have paid to go don't know what's going on. Oh, really? What? They paid a lot of money, though, to go, no? Bro, bro, what are you doing on the floor? Yeah, okay. It's jujitsu, yeah. you fucking stupid cunt. Oh, right. That was okay. me all day long. Oh, that sort of thing. I... But if I was in there, I would have just fucking uskan. He'd be dead already. Yeah. His head's right there. Punch it. <laughs> The, wor- the worst. It is infuriating. Yeah. And yeah. every time I've gone in Australia, a group of that is near me. I think a group of that's near everyone. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You're, yeah, there probably are. Like at least they're out in the open. The, like try going around with race course at closing time. That's really unpleasant. Probably <laughs> Bro, what is the- this jockey doing? Is yeah. it the same? Uh, different voices, but much the same sort of attitude. Well, they do try to hide it a bit with their suits. Yeah. High fade haircuts. Yeah. Our mates today have been vacationing in the Aegean Sea getaway of Kos. Uh, beautiful. A couple of days. Beautiful. Over there. Not bad. A uh, couple of months ago, there was a brutal murder in Kos. Although you don't see too many gentle ones, do you? Um, well, they don't, get, they don't report them. They don't sell papers, agreeable murders. You've got to big it up. Um, even if it's gen- just run of the Gentle bed. murders are the ones we spoke about the other week when the female nurses go skits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Here's your 17 bloke, tablets. Yeah. This bloke cut his victim's fingers off Ooh. after Googling on his phone how to erase traces from a dead body. And he deleted the search but kept the phone. I bet he's kicking himself. We've said this before. Say it again. Put your phone at the bottom of the ocean. Nerds, they're not (laughs) going to find what you've been Googling in the abyss. (laughs) That's just being tight-fisted, isn't it? You'd be regretting that in the big house. Why didn't I I could have got another phone. I could, you know, that's a big day to think, nah, I like this phone. Oh, well, there was was that bloke in... um in Boston earlier this year, I think, uh, who they found the iPad. Have you heard Have you heard this? Did we talk about this? Was he Googling how to scrub blood off a timber floor yeah. or something? Yeah. Yeah, I think we talked about this, did we? Yeah, the list, the internet list. Oh, yeah, 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 Brian, yeah. Was it Brian, Brian Walsh? <laughs> yeah, Brian. 
Hold on. Great. Bit, great bit of footage. That was a good oh. watch. Let me see just quickly. Could I ask a police went to the house that Chief Justice was carrying in front of her AM. How to stop a body from decomposing. At 5.20 a.m., he searched how to embalm a body. At 5.47 a.m., 10 ways to dispose, dispose of a dead body if you really need to. <coughs> At 6.25 a.m. on the 1st, how long for someone to be missing to inherit? <laughs> At 6.34 a.m. on the 1st, can you throw away body parts? <laughs> At nine- Sorry, it just keeps going and going. Yeah. A- 10 ways to get rid of a body. The eighth one will shock you. <laughs> be one of those lists you reckon anyone yeah, and also how to get rid of a body if you really need to it's like yeah. you always really if you're googling this hey yeah. google just or assume i really need to much as i'm not for the big brother style of uh policing pretty much if you're googling anything about body pre 9 a.m pre yeah. 7 a.m <laughs> nah you should yeah probably should be knocking I, on your door i also love the, and wait. the boston how to dispose of a dead body. Yeah, I enjoy that. <laughs> Every time I think the movies are exaggerating something, you see something like that going, no, they've nailed that. They have absolutely oh. nailed the accents and yep. the way people talk to each other and everything. Our mate, Daniel Sloss, has a great bit about Every every other country in the world, there's you know stereotypes. So you go there and that, those stereotypes aren't there, aren't there, except America. Yeah. It's like there's a man right now a cowboy walking around with a gun on his waist. He's a fucking actual cowboy and you'll see him there. They'll be, hey, I'm trying to walk over here. That guy's getting yeah, around. Yeah. They're all That's, there. <laughs> yeah. Made for TV, the whole joint. Anyway, XL Airways, British low cost. They just keep popping up, don't they? British low cost airways. Never heard of the bastards. Gatwick, Manchester, Glasgow, the big three, oh. the British tip rat mm. triangle. <laughs> That's their... Standards. Uh, XL, although we've never heard of it, was the world's leading charter airline 2004 to 2007. Congrats. Uh, didn't hear any any uh, reports of their seats and the size, which XL may indicate, but it's not. It's just a small seat, regular airline. A couple of near misses they've had, misjudging runway length or where a parked plane was, etc. Blind spots. Uh, no casualties. Sorry, just quickly, I got tricked with a bit of fake news, man. I don't think mm. Maccabi Diva's dead. Oh. The deaths, it was one of those, the you know, birthsanddeaths.com found an ABC article from 2018. Yeah. Um, Maccabi Diva chilling out in the Hunter Valley. Must Other be line. 20 years old by now. Yeah. wonder if Maccabi. the conglomerate of greedy turds ever go out there and thank it. Hope COVID didn't get you, Maccabi. XL went into administration September 2008, a couple of months after today's incident, leaving 90,000 stranded passengers oh. in over 50 different destinations across Europe, USA, Caribbean, and Africa, mostly on package deals. Mm. And I know I just said it, but I've always, it's always irked me the pronunciation of Caribbean. Um, Caribbean? Caribbean. Or, I don't like hearing Caribbean. Caribbean. Yeah, it's mm. Caribbean. I mean, I think yeah. Billy Ocean would fucking know. He wrote a song about it. <laughs> uh, the, he would have done his due diligence. He's not just asking yeah. a handful of Americans how you pronounce it. <laughs> it's because you're closer doesn't mean you're right. The Civil Aviation Authority said those package deal scummies are covered for repatriation. So a bunch of other oh. airlines got those people home. 
Oh, nice. In time for Christmas to their families, no less probably. Uh, one such Astrus flight, Greek god of the dusk, another airline I had never heard of. Wow, no. Was, that was piloted by Bruce Dickinson of Iron Maiden fame. Yes. Seen it. I've seen the plane. Yeah, I have too. What do you What do you make of that? I think, did we see it together? Auckland Airport. Did we? Was it there or Perth? I've seen it. Yeah, somewhere we saw yeah. it, didn't we? Yeah. I've, I've seen it somewhere. Um, I don't really want Pretty to know cool. the name of a pilot, much less find out they're famous for something else. Mm. Prefer it if they've just flown planes and that's it. Maybe they can be good at Rubik's Cube in their spare time at a stretch. <laughs> I'd prefer a specialist. Very happy to have a forever home in a cockpit for a hyper-focused Ortiz. But uh, <laughs> people that do other stuff, nah. Yeah. I don't want fucking hand solo. Yeah, you don't you don't want the fucking the chat you occasionally get with an Uber driver. Oh, absolutely not. No, I'm a, yeah, I'm actually a share trader. I just do this on the way to and from work. I prefer no. for you to be a professional driver. I don't want there's a bunch of them. I don't want Dirty Harry, Tim McGraw, Danny Zuko. <laughs> Famous ones are the worst. Maverick, you know, Tyler Durden. Yeah. Red from Shawshank, Chris Christopherson, <laughs> Jimmy Buffett. I certainly don't want fucking Bruce Dickinson singing away in the cockpit of a plane I'm on. Were they all pilots? Yeah. Wow. Tommy Little? Yeah, I'm not getting in a plane with him. He has offered. Has he? He hasn't offered me, thankfully. Yeah. I'm... I'm... This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Keen on it, but I can't die that way, you know? No, so don't go. That's the surefire way to not die on a plane with Tommy Little. It's not getting the fucking thing. <laughs> tell you, I'm 100% certainty that I'm not, unless Although, it comes over Sydney and crashes into my house. I've drank with Tommy Little on a plane, and it may be safer to just have him fly it. Oh, yeah? Jesus. <laughs> the boy has fun. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, get some hobbies, everyone. Live longer, consume more, but just don't involve innocent passengers like me in your well-rounded life. Dickinson, he was a he was a regular captain for Astrus. The Iron Maiden tour in two thousand eight was called Somewhere Back in Time. They called their plane Ed Force One. Right, flown by Dickinson himself. They made some some decals for it and everything. That's the one we've seen. I think. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have thought it's that long ago. They still have their own plane, but it's an ex-Air France 747. Air France Ooh. no longer fly them. They had it reconfigured to carry yeah. 10,000 kilograms of equipment as well as all the hangers-on that go with productions like that. One time, uh, Dicko was in Chile with the plane and his crew. Ed Force One collided with a tow truck, <laughs> putting well, it out of commission, not at speed. Oh, So hold Just on, the tow truck drove into that? No. Nah. Well, ah. 
Although the, the company line is, it wasn't Bruce's fault, but yeah, I, went, I know what that means. In yeah. news circles, it's Bruce's fault. Um, also, how how fucking tough's the tow truck? They're pretty. They're pretty low to the ground. Yeah. Good, good center yeah. of gravity. Those little tow trucks. You think you nearly yeah. drive over one, you wouldn't notice it. <laughs> like a metal wombat. Yeah. yeah, they're they're short, stocky little <laughs> fellas. Not good on speed bumps. Not bad on a tarmac. <laughs> Bruce has uh, sensibly stepped away from the controls. He's sixty four now. Oh, um, commercial commercial pilots retire at sixty five. Now he just sits in the back telling them what to do. That's sensible. That was the one. The one that got me was the. Um... That U2 show in Brisbane years ago, I've spoken about it on here before, but uh, U2, the whole thing talking about the environment, helping the oh. environment. And yeah. We got the backstage tour and they told us how many fucking 747s filled with shit yeah. fly over to put their shows on. Could you hear that over the pyrotechnics <laughs> that were going off? It's amazing. Personally, I just put my show on and shut the fuck up, but yeah. what do I know? Oh, Bono doesn't mind mouthing off <laughs> at all. Loves it. Perps today, Leanne Connor, 27, and Lynette York, 26. <laughs> Leanne Lynette. I, I guess they do have to be that age at some point. I've just yeah. never, in, you know. Yeah, young, youngest Leanne I've ever heard was Leanne Rhymes when she put that song out. That's the last time I've heard a young Leanne and a yeah. Lynette. They're always 55 plus. Well, country music, different rules, isn't it? Maybe yeah, that's Maud true. or something down there. But yeah. Uh, generally, yeah, this isn't seventy-year-old woman's names. Uh, Leanne is mother of two. This is two thousand eight. Talking in the present tense, as if we're in mm-hmm. two thousand eight. Lynette is only described as Leanne's friend. A bit like you being more important than your friends for live stand-up <laughs> comedy shows. Really, we sure consider ourselves lucky to be alive at the same time as <laughs> Nicholas J. Cody. Uh, I I tried to find them, and there's a Leanne Connor on Facebook from Manchester. She has one friend. It ain't Lynette. Oh. So oh. I abandoned the search. It was nothing. I, I did try. Both of the girls are from Lower Kersal in Salford, which is a, just a greater Manchester yeah. area suburb. But I can tell you this about Lower Kersal. The mortality rate is more than twice the national average. And one third of the population has a chronic illness. That sounds oh. grim. I mean, we're probably heading towards that ourselves, but that's pretty... That's pioneer stuff. I can't seem to find where they've looked into why, but I have some theories. Yeah. It, uh, it's Greater Manchester. Yeah. The end. <laughs> yeah. Is that your theory? Much. It's yeah. Greater Manchester. Yeah. <laughs> they don't look after themselves. Uh, they don't know what green is, that sort of business. Home of the Salford Red Devils, though, in Rupert Murdoch's Super League Rugby League. Salford, who just last month had an all-in brawl on the field when playing Leeds. Don't often cop all in brawls, do you? Outside of ice hockey, yeah. Like you don't like a rugby all in brawl. It sounds like it happened. Doesn't happen. No, nearly at all now. Normally, it's a few blokes, and then everyone nose to nose. Come on, come on, come on. Shirt fronting. Yeah, it's nice to see one for nostalgic purposes, really. Anyway, the girls before even getting on the plane home from their holiday, the two women were said to have been drunk and swigging from their own bottle of vodka. A, uh, a passenger said... Hold on. Sorry. You just said their their own bottle of vodka. So that's one between the two of them? Yeah, one between two. I, I love this. Mm. They are, mate. Yeah. That's, pro- <laughs> that's friends for life. 
footprints in the sand. <laughs> so I guess um, I don't know when our little tradition ended of the um of the the little flask. Oh yeah, probably since we lost flask our flasks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, I've, I think I still got mine. I got mine somewhere. It's a tip rat flask, and uh, I'll bring it back out next next time we're doing festivals. So it's it's good economics that. Mm. A uh, a passenger said they were trying to get through there, through security with it, but they were denied. So they went to the car park, put down some towels, and drank it outside. Why not? Beautiful. Oh, get a bit of sun. Airport car park. <laughs> wonderful place. A little bit of plane spotting. <laughs> Putting down towels in the car. I know. Oh, yeah. I'm starting to figure out why they die early in their town. Yeah. They're sunbathing in airport car parks. Run over while picnicking. <laughs> is that chronic? That's a chronic disease for about a millisecond, isn't it? Um, I had a look at the Coz Airport website. And while it's not a great read, if you don't understand Greek, you can get a sense of the type of place it is by the planes taking off and landing there. I'll tell you a few of the brands. Oh, the hold on. Here we go. We get there. Yep. Uh, we've got Ryanair. Sky Express, Tui, Smart Wings, Marabou, Transavia, and Enter Air. <laughs> Never even heard of Enter Air. Yeah, it, so- it sounds like one of those video games where they don't have the licensing for the real. It's yeah. the Super International Cricket of Airport games. They are all pretend. Oh, yeah. That's a, Enter Air is a uh, Polish charter airline that I probably wouldn't get on. <laughs> Even for a look around. No. Uh, you've got to take booze off people straight away, I reckon. You give a, a bottle back to a couple of Bev chicks and say, just don't come back here through with it, through here with it. What do you, what do you reckon yeah. they'll do? It's like the six o'clock swill <laughs> like that. Like what are the, of course yeah. it's a disaster. You put, you got to sort it out right then. Surprise people and go, right, no more. I'm taking those drinks out of your hand. Yeah, the, the six o'clock swill, that was, sounded like a terrible time. Oh, Everyone having awful. to get maggot and what? They closed pubs at six? Closed pubs. So between five and six when people traditionally, yeah. yeah, it was a disaster. Plus, yeah. men are just pissing against the bar because they couldn't leave yeah. the bar in case they didn't get their drink. Fucking animals, isn't it? Just animals at a trough, literally in this instance. Yeah. Humans. You got to go back. That's when men were courteous and women knew, you know. Oh, yeah. Everyone knew their roles and they're it's like shut up. You see yeah. the footage. Oh Jesus. Oh, way worse. Way worse yeah. back then. Man and hold Just a door no. open for you. Yeah, only with one hand so you can grab your ass with the other. <laughs> but it's not It's not free, was it? Chivalry. Um they somehow managed to get the vodka what was left of it on board in the end. If you were to put a bottle down your Dax, do you reckon the, would the metal detector pick it up? Let's say plastic lid no. even, like no, no metal it on it. Would, does, would it pick up glass? No, in this airport really, I, I don't think we're getting those big x-ray, the woof, woof, you know those? No, wouldn't think so. You're not getting those. I don't even think, I don't really even like them. They can't be doing me much good. Yeah. Get in there and make a fucking weird shape, like you're a cowboy, ready for a little shootout. Yeah. I'd, Hands on your hips almost. Yeah. You can't tell me that's 100% safe. Those people working next no. to them, that can't be. Right. Doctors, you, doctors get out of the room when they're doing that shit. <laughs> These guys are just standing there. Yeah, righto. 
we're going through them. Um, but yeah, but glass doesn't get picked up in them. I don't believe so. Or wood in them. Well, yeah, in that it would, but in a metal detector it wouldn't. Yeah. They pick no. up things like, you know, my pocket on those. You know, they just, you've, yeah. got, no, they've got nothing yeah. on you and there's a red dot in your pocket or something. And no, that's a rivet off my jeans or something. I don't know. The, the worst um, one of those, you heard Jim Jeffrey's story about going through and he forgot he had scrunched up toilet paper because he had a hemorrhoid. Oh, and there's a hemorrhoid in it. <laughs> no, he had, he was bleeding. So he put some toilet paper up there, forgot. Oh, okay. He gets oh, to the airport and they've scanned it. They've gone, what's in your back? He's like, ah, here it is. What have you been ready? Did you have to go and get searched and pull it out or throw, what? Throw it out, yeah. Oh, God. Yuck. What about all the metal that's fusing bones together? That must go. Oh, they're getting picked up on that. Oh, you always see oldies get, they get moved over to the side for a little easy, you know. They well, they just the make wand. them pull the, pull the trouser leg up so they can get the ankle, mm. that sort of thing. Well, I don't really pay well, attention. Again, at the UFC the other week, the little hand wand, they were going through so many pe- They weren't properly wanding me. Of course. That was just, all I had to do there was keep my pocket knife in my right pocket. I was fine. Yeah. yeah. They just did a quick <laughs> wand to the left side. I'm in. Yeah, right. A lot of left-handed thugs pulling knives <laughs> on people. Uh, the, the girls were being both being loud and obnoxious from the get-go. And once they'd finished their vodka, they asked for more alcohol. And they were denied more booze, which caused them both to start lashing out at the flight attendants, swearing and yelling. That's what we're looking at. Can can a flight attendant please, this is what, 184 or five episodes of this. Mm. Can they tell us what, is it because you can't give them alcohol poisoning or something? You know these women aren't going to (laughs) stop. You want to try and break them with booze. Don't hold well, it back. You also want to punish them because you hate them. Like yeah. I, I used to do this. We're not serving in a shop. Someone would come in pissed. You just go, I'm not serving you. Just if you didn't like them. Yeah. Why not? Because you're drunk. Whereas other drunks that come in permanently drunk, you just serve them. Oh, well, yeah. what are they going to do? Nice drunk. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a family with children there. and Not the children. Not the children. They asked them to tone down the language for the future which only made them louder and escalated their behaviour. Don't tell Leanne and Lynette what to do. Thank you very much. FAs tried to calm them down to no avail. So the uh, the captain came out, told them they're flying over Serbia and would be dropped off there. He said, police in Serbia aren't nice. That's what he said to the pair. Is that racist? I don't know. <laughs> would be now, wouldn't it? Police in Probably Serbia now, aren't yeah. nice. How do you know? Uh. This didn't affect them in any way. And they began shouting at other passengers and calling their stewards names. <laughs> no no details, 2008, different time. We're going to speculate. Yeah, and also, you're going to drop these women off in a place where, what, there's cheaper booze and cigarettes? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like the countries with the cheapest stuff are not the sort of places I want to get dropped off in. <laughs> under In trouble, yeah. Yeah, under these circumstances. One of them said about a male steward, I want a piece of him. And then they started having a go at a ginger passenger. Oh, jeez, everyone's copping it. I feel like 2008 when this occurred, that was the height of the ginger punchline as a conversation move, movement, maybe even past its prime. Gingers, that's, no one cares anymore, do they? They're celebrated now, if anything. No reason to rip into them. No, you can still cop it now. Yeah? Yeah, I copped um, 
fan of pants on the project the other night. It doesn't oh, feel it doesn't feel like it's at its like it, around mid two thousands was it was at you know yeah big like you know everyone was into it. I don't know, maybe sure. I'm out of the loop. Uh, then one of them, what what did one of them do next? I'd love it if you get this. All right, so calling people names, they want oh got tits out or something, started no. flashing. No, no, slapped a mum in the face. <laughs> Just a bit of old, you know. Anyone here a mother? I've got a hankering to slap one right now. Whack, <laughs> whacky do. Uh, the pilot said, "All right, that'll do." We're landing in Germany. And the girls, I like this about, they still didn't back down after this. And uh, one of them tried to light a cigarette but was stopped. They're obviously from the might as well camp. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) In for a penny. Absolutely. Good mindset. If you're diverting and we're in trouble, I'm having a cigarette before they get taken off me. Uh, Then... It is, a, it is a good way to do it. I do like the, well, I'm already in trouble, so fuck this. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the same reason you take their booze off them immediately. Don't, you know, don't give scummies this is, an opportunity to get worse. But they're already, like, it's not, it's not changing. It's not like they're going to get to altitude and go, Phew, sorry, I've been a pig of a human on the ground for my whole life, and uh, I've just realized the error of my ways up here. Just... Let the party go for him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not an FA. I don't think I'd keep serving yeah. someone if they're obnoxious. I'd just tie them up immediately. The first time they didn't say please. These FAs are doing a lot of the Greece UK runs, so they've probably had enough. Yeah. These aren't the two first, you know, the first two fuckheads they've come oh, across. That's not the first time they've seen Leanne and Lynette being fuckwits on this exact flight, I'd, I'd guess. Then yeah. the other one. Uh, tried to open one of the emergency doors. Hey. This has escalated. They uh, eventually had to be subdued by staff and passengers with plastic cuffs and then they diverted over to Frankfurt. And when they landed, they were escorted off the plane by German police. Status arrested. And then some passengers jeered with Auf Wiedersehen, uh, goodbye until we meet again. Of course. Auf It's nice, isn't it? Alf Wiedersehen is goodbye and then choose is bye. Doesn't yeah. make sense. That's German for you. You didn't do German at high school, Heggy? No, I did not. Ah. Not at all. No. We weren't into that. We had a little bit of French and then I think you could do uh, Japanese. Yeah. But I didn't. Didn't yeah. have a propensity oh. for any of it. What? So you just got to skip a second language? I didn't, yeah, you could do it. You'd, yeah, I did one year of it and then you could choose not to. Oh, so fuck. And ours, we had, to, we had to do German and Japanese for year seven, year eight, and then you had to pick one of them until year 10. Oh, no, nah, we didn't have to do that. Oh, wow. And uh, look at you now. I know. I know no German and you speak French. So <laughs> maybe there is something to just leaving people. Just learn it when you're To figure adult, out what they want. If you want, yeah, <laughs> let the kids... Do what they want all the Schnell. time. 
the uh, the girls denied everything and were initially allowed to fly home. However, XL Airways wanted to pursue them for costs for the diversion. Sixteen thousand pounds. Oh, you're not getting that. It's over thirty k AUD. They were just sunbaking in an airport car park, mate. Yeah, it's no way you get that. Write that off. I mean, if you're in that position, you just go bankrupt, don't you? Okay. As if I'm going to have that for the next – I'm not going to be a company director for the next five years, <laughs> clearly, anyway. So I'm bankrupt. You get nothing. Yeah. I mean, that's what people – that's what, what yeah. criminals do. So why not a couple of, you know, airport car park picnickers? Um, XL Airways. You should have known by the fact that they weren't drinking cocktails at an airport lounge before the flight, rather swigging out of one bottle of vodka between them. Yeah. That they refused to hand over. Oh, for sure. People of that ilk, like it's pointless asking for 16,000 pounds. You might as well just go to their house and take their car. <laughs> like what else do they care about? Just get their car. It's probably worth a few grand. That'd be easier than paying lawyers trying to get more. XL Airways collapsed not too long after it and appeared the women had gotten away <sighs> with it. Oh, it's like my uncle. My uncle never handed back a video to Blockbuster for fucking years. Yeah. One of my uncles. And then they went under and he, he won. He goes, mate, I owe him thousands. I'm not giving in. Were they sending him bills for thousands oh, of dollars? Yeah, heaps, debt collectors, heaps. this sort of thing? Yep. You ever had a debt collector? Uh, yeah, I have. I've spoken about it on here. There were for an Optus bill. Oh, that's right. That yeah. um, they called and I just hung up. I said, I don't owe anything. And then they called again and Bart, our mate Bart, answered the phone and said, I'm his lawyer. Stop harassing my client. Right. And they stopped for a fair while. Well, and then came back again? Yeah, well, they, they said Nick Cody owes a certain amount. I go, wrong name, bud. That's not my actual name. Fuck oh, you. Forgot yeah. the J. Yeah. I forgot the J. <laughs> uh, before their collapse, though, XL Airways made a complaint about the incident. The girls were arrested by appointment, whatever that entails. They were held on suspicion of being drunk on an aircraft. Suspicion. <laughs> They said the whole thing was blown out of proportion. If they weren't well, get, fucking drunk, we're not here. That's crazy. Well, is it? Do you need the? Do you need the stats? Like, do you need the actual proof? Do you need the breatho? Yeah, probably need a blood alcohol yeah. reading. Uh, the GMP Greater Manchester Police was liaising with the Crown Prosecution Service in a bid to bring a case before the courts. They were bailed pending further investigations and interviews. Charges, though, eventually dropped due to lack of evidence and XL oh. had bigger problems, more extra-large problems with the collapse of its whole business. What a result for the girl. That's dumb luck, isn't it? It's just oh. very good. It's like like you say, it's like murdering an enemy just before a natural disaster takes out their house. The Everybody dream. wins. Yep. <laughs> so uh, Leanne and Lynette, though, they have disappeared. I just, although I do have, I do have Leanne's address. That's a um, what? Had a squeeze at that housing estate, not walkable to anything interesting. Uh, you'd have to drink drive from the pub. That's the sort of <laughs> joint we're looking at. There's a on the on her street. There's a shipping container parked there. Um, I took a virtual tour of a few <laughs> blocks around it. Right, <laughs> a fucking minority report. Just go for a little drive around. You're in someone's, there. You're in the mainframe. Yeah, that's yeah. probably their house. Yeah, there's one fuzzy face pedestrian in the whole area on Google Street View. 
and one drug deal in progress next to a car, <laughs> what I could gather. <laughs> Two blokes looking over their shoulders on Shirley Avenue nearby. I mean, you see, you see that Google car. I don't know you have, and I have too. You got to pretend to punch the person you're next to or something. Just get some yeah. fuzzy something. Do something sus. There must yeah. be a lot of brown eyes on that. Oh, there have to be. Oh, what I'm more interested in, I wonder if their AI has picked up. Wonder if anyone's just slipped one nut out of the gene fly. Oh yeah, yeah right. You know, because I reckon asses, they're they're all over it. They know that the AI picks up an ass, but I reckon just one nut. Maybe it's not at that level yet. Maybe it's a testament to my computer. I don't think the quality of the picture is at that level yet. It's not high def. Yeah, like it's as Un- good as unle- they can get. Unless you've got blue nuts, I reckon they will stand out against a pair of jeans. Oh yeah, yeah, they would. You won't be able. Yeah, you're not going to be able to see the veins on them. But no, but you're not going to. Yeah, I don't think the quality of the picture is that good. You'd have to stop, zoom in, point out to your friends that's what you were doing. It's yeah, not immediately yeah. obvious. Uh, oh, this is this is a bit of a Greek feel to it, actually. In Athens, there's a tax you have to pay if you own a pool, right? And in the whole city, how many pools do you think were registered? <laughs> oh, big city. We're talking. <laughs> I know. I know what they're like. Packs, cash. I'm going to say twelve pools. <laughs> no, it's, it's 324. That's Still. the entire city. Yeah, they thought that was a bit low. So they put on their tactical yeah. riot gear and sat behind their computers and found over 16,000 <laughs> pools. Good little earner, that. Just whack everyone, go, I don't, this is your house. We can see it. You got a pool. And if, if there was fa- the 300 the odd, you give them a break on the next bill. Yeah, you should do. Never how it works, though. I wonder if any of them technologically minded as soon as they heard that. Google Street View existed, just whacked a carport over the top of the pool. <laughs> oh, but here you'd get stung for that. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, your neighbour would dob on you here. I, I get the feeling, like as, you know, as cash as they are, I don't think there's a lot of as much neighbourly dobbing no. among the Greek community as there is among the fucking whiteies living, especially in my area, just dobbing. <laughs> your dog barked, I called the police. <laughs> Yeah, I started watching that Live to 100 or whatever, that series on Netflix about the blue zones. Yeah. The secrets to 100 don't involve, to live to 100, dobbing. Sitting inside, peering through your fucking curtains is not one of the ways yeah. you live to 100. It's the opposite. It's community, friendship, fun. Absolutely. They, those ones tend to, in my experience, they tap out about eight, 80 maximum. Never mm. met an 85-year-old dobber. You will meet a lot of 60 to 80. <laughs> Crescendoing around the 70 mark when you're really circling the drain uh, and having that sort of crisis. Those kids aren't playing cricket here. Fuck off. Oh, the, and the the ultimate the ultimate irony as well is when you need someone to call on you. Oh, yeah. After you've called on, after you've called the cops and everything on everyone else for so long, yeah. when you need someone to make a call for you, no one's watching you. No. You're inside by yourself, you <laughs> fucking lonely dobber. Yeah. Your fingers have ripped the blinds <laughs> off the window. That's your only hope. <laughs> the uh, the filth are using Google Earth to find weed crops. Oh, I yeah. think that's grim. Nothing better to do. That's a, I don't know. We're gonna look, I think we're going to look back on this era of busting weed crops and go, that was embarrassing. 
they've started that in America. Here we're still a bit we're still a bit behind. Fucking hell. We should have been spending our resources taxing actual Google and other tricks <laughs> like that who are creating industries for you to go and rip into the poor even harder. Uh they do also though find cars in ponds and the like and solve missing persons cases that are often decades old. There's a bunch of yeah, do you ever see really? that? There was quite famously there was a car in a pond that someone was looking at their house and go, fuck, there's a car next to my house in the pond. It was a bloke oh, who'd been wow. missing twenty two odd years. He'd uh, ah. driven his driven his car into the pond. No one saw it. What the pond and the pond was clear enough from up high. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um bunch of muggings, robberies have been solved too. Yeah. Just from Google Street Maps. Like it's bound to happen statistically somewhere. They drive those cars around a fair bit. I mean, we've said it before, say it again. You see a Google car with the cameras all over it, just dive over a hedge or something or postpone the mugging. But then these people aren't known for their fucking brains, are they? (laughs) I wonder if the Google car picked up the two women sunbathing in the airport car park. That'd be good. If you go to that airport. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is that two women and a bottle of vodka? Yeah. Some of these like just like a kid will be looking up his parents' house on Google Earth and go, fuck, there's the there's a guy stealing our caravan from two years ago. And it's exactly yeah. that time. It's pretty good. Oh. I always like too the ones that like the I think Paul McCartney, he didn't want his house on there. Yeah. Yeah, well now I definitely know which one's your house. Or what's fuzzed out. The the black square. Oh, can you do that? I or think some famous, famous people Yeah. I think it'd be oh, okay. famous. You can. They don't give a fuck about the rest of us. I wonder where he lives. Does he live between number four and number eight on such and such <laughs> street? Hmm. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> well, that that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Thanks so much for listening in. Uh, thanks to everyone that came out to the live shows in Sydney as well. We've got coming up Hobart, October thirteen. 5.30 p.m. at Hobart Brewing Co. You can get to midflightbrawl.com for those tickets. And then Melbourne, we're back. November 4, uh, November 4th, Saturday, November 4th, 5 p.m. Basement Comedy Club. Sweet. And I believe some of us are doing stand-up there that night. Oh, yeah. Are you? I believe, yeah, I'll be on there as well. well. I'm already there at 5.30. I'll be sticking around. Trying to get on the And Friends show, shall I? See what happens. I oh, know. I believe it may be a Luke Heggie and Friends spectacular. <laughs> All right. We'll see. All right, mate. I'll see you later. Midflightbrawl.com for tickets, patreon.com if you want bonus eps and early access to eps and all the other stuff. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Oi. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.